Today, the Pelosi body cam footage is out, and there may be more questions than answers. And Project Veritas drops another video, and let me just tell you, things go off the rails pretty darn quick. Uh, we've got all of that and more coming up, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez. Happy Friday. I am joined right now uh, by my friend Robbie, no media critic of Blaze TV, and uh, we will be joined shortly by Jakub Buyans later on. But um, but I want to get to the video that everyone's talking about, Rob. This uh, Paul Pelosi body cam footage that um, they have finally released. Now remember, they avoided releasing it for mm. a very very long time which I'd like to discuss with you after we play what we have that has been released today, because I do think that it is a little odd that they have been fighting this so much. Um, so we've got the, the body cam footage from when the police show up at the house. We've got the 911 call. Um, I would like to actually, uh, control room, can you guys tell me how long is this 911 audio that we have? So let's so let's listen first. I want to go in chronological order here, yep. right? So let's listen first to uh, some of this 911 phone call between Paul Pelosi and the 911 operator. Listen. Capitol Police around. Two twenty. No, this they, is they separate. Take my wife. They usually here. They usually here at the house, protecting my wife. Uh, no, this is San Francisco Police. Friday, October. I I no, I understand. Eight. Um, okay, well, uh, I don't know, what do you think? Uh, he thinks everything's good. Everything's good. Uh, I've got a problem, but he thinks everything's good. Uh, okay, call us back if you need your mind. Um, very odd because you can tell, I think, that something is off yeah. when Paul Pelosi's talking and the 911 operator who is supposed to be trained for this is just like, all right, well, that's cool. Call me back if you have a problem. Let me know. And it's like, hold on a second. Um, I want to play I want to play another part of this 911 call. And then I want to get your take on this as well, Rob. Listen, this gentleman just uh, came into the house. Uh, and he wants to wait here for my wife to come home. Zero, two, and so, uh, three, four, and 48. Anyway, he's on the phone. Do you know who the person is? No, I don't know who he is. He, he, uh, uh, he has Zero, his, two, he's telling me, 20, he's telling me not to, uh, he's telling me not to do anything. What is your address, sir? Uh, 26. What is your name? Uh, my name is Paul Pelosi. Friday, anyway, this, this gentleman says that uh, he thinks everything ought to, you know, he, he told me to put the phone down and uh, just do what he said. Uh, pretty disturbing phone call. Again, very wild that the 911 operator did not seem to understand what was going on mm. until possibly the end. Uh, that, you know, you can tell Paul Pelosi is like, he's looking for my wife. This is in the full clip that I encourage all of you to go listen to. I've, I've shared it on my Twitter. He says, my wife, Nancy Pelosi. He's making it very yeah. clear, like, this is who I am and I have a strange man in my house. It's weird. Like, you would think that, I mean... Everybody in the United, like, there's a lot of people you don't know who they are. Mm -hmm. But I'm thinking, like, 
75 to 80 percent of the people in the country know who Nancy Pelosi is. And I'm thinking that if you are a in San government, Francisco. How government about, employee in San Francisco, in San Francisco. That you might know that mm-hmm. Nancy Pelosi is somebody that's important. And you might think that the system would show up the address and let you know that that's an important house. You would think that like the system, like they would program some addresses in. And especially when he goes, um, the Capitol Police are usually here right. doing protection detail for my wife, Nancy Pelosi. Right. And right. there's some weird guy that wants to wait for Nancy Pelosi. Right. right. And she's like, OK, well, just call me back if you have any problems. It's, it's, like, so, no. it's so weird. It's really and it's weird. like every TV show and every movie. It's like. I can't say anything. The person right. won't let me say anything. Right. It's like, that's when it's like, it, it, I would imagine he's calling from a landline. Maybe he's calling from a cell phone. And that, that's a whole thing with 911 and not being landlines anymore. But if it's a landline, they should have the address. Mm. He shouldn't have to give the address. The address should pop up with the landline. I do think they like to confirm, though, j- yeah. just, to, just to be sure, even if yeah. it is a, a, a landline. So, um, so, so that's kind of setting the stage, okay, for... Um, I want to play next the surveillance footage um, for the man, David DePap, who we all know as the alleged, uh, you know, intruder. Um, I want to play for you the surveillance footage of him entering the home. He's carrying the hammer. He very clearly is going um, up to the glass of the, the door. And uh, I'll explain something to you about this as we're as we're playing it. Go ahead. We also have our first look at the video on the attack of Paul Pelosi, husband of former so House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. Look at this. Look at this. The now remember, I told you that we there were going to be things other than the police body cam well, that was breaking the glass and he's pulling the hammer back out the with the glass. And you'll that see. Is the suspect DePat? And you see him. He puts some items so he's down. Pulling and you see him breaking some glass and the, the glass the back out. Of glass. That are that are breaking now. Emily, talk to me about Which again, this as evidence makes in the case. that scene well, that so we saw. Well, so keep in mind that this makes suspect sense. is facing yeah. federal charges. So um, makes it makes that scene make sense. Again, I don't think that um, I think that questioning things is normal. I think mm. that questioning things is healthy. I think that you know, for as much as the left wants to call the right conspiracy theorists, anytime you ever have any questions about anything. I would have liked to have seen this day one, right? I think that it would be healthy for the American public to see this day one because when you see the glass on the other side of the door, naturally you would have questions. Right. So um, so I want to play then. Now let's move to the body cam footage. Um, so this is police. Uh, they are approaching the, the home. And Paul Pelosi and David DePap both sort of answer the door at the same time. You'll notice that Paul Pelosi is wearing a, this is 2.30 in the morning, Paul Pelosi is wearing a dress shirt uh, buttoned all the way up and no pants, his underwear. David DePap is in shorts and a sweatshirt and does appear to be wearing um, shoes. And they're both grabbing the hammer watch. Hey guys. How you doing? How are you? What's going on, man? Everything's good. Hi. Drop the hammer. Um, nope. Hey, 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 hey. What is going on right now? I'm not getting any answer on call. And that's when the attack happens. So, very bizarre scene because, again, perhaps, and this is why I have questions, Rob, right? Because I look at that and I say, Pelosi looks pretty calm. Yeah. 
there is a point where they're both smiling. Could have been a fake smile. Yeah, I think right? it looks like a fake. Yeah, could have yeah, been a fake smile. Yeah. But but what I, did he th- did he threaten him? Did David DePap say, "Hey, uh, if you act weird, I'm gonna kill you"? Still, it's odd because they're both holding a freaking hammer. So that in itself is weird. Answering the door the way that they did was weird. It's weird that Paul Pelosi is in his underwear and a buttoned-up dress shirt and has a drink in his hand. Like, when did he pour the drink? Because we were told previously that he was asleep in bed and that he was awakened by this intruder. So at what point was the drink poured? It just all is very weird. And again, I'm not saying that this is... What happened was heinous and disgusting, and this guy should get the book thrown at him for what he did. I just want to make sure that these questions are being asked, right? Because it just doesn't mesh with what we were told. And I think for a lot of people in America, you just want it to make sense. Yeah, I, I go back, I want to step back one second to the, to the footage of the outside. Mm-hmm. That's Capitol Police footage, right? Yes. Was there like, is there like nobody, like no. what was the guy sleeping that so was this, supposed to be watching the so, footage? Well, so this is another reason that I want these questions answered because clearly if there are people out there that are targeting lawmakers and the, the way that it stands now is that the Capitol Police follow Nancy. So if Nancy is not home, no, there is no one, to my knowledge, there is no one monitoring uh-huh. all of the footage, all of the surveillance uh, cameras that they have. There's no one monitoring the house when the lawmaker is gone. They follow the lawmaker wherever she goes. So if, in fact, there are people out there that are targeting lawmakers specifically Should we be talking about perhaps extending that protection to their families, to their homes? This isn't the first time that this has happened. You had Rand Paul attacked in his front lawn, right? So I'm just saying, I think that it's important that all of this makes sense so that we can then take all of the information and say, how can we make sure that this doesn't happen to another lawmaker? Because I got to tell you, if a bunch of lawmakers end up seeing that they're being targeted and they have no protection and their families really have no protection. We're not going to get any of the good guys who are volunteering right. to go run for office and represent us if they know their families could then be a target. Right. And it's in, 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 in going back, there's no alarm system. Like none of that goes off. It's like, okay, like right. you got a multi-million dollar home in San Francisco and you don't have an alarm system on it because you have capital protection most of the time. So you think you don't need it. It's weird. The drink thing. I don't know what the timeline is. He could have poured himself a water or whatever the, the drink is. I don't know if we know. I didn't see what the drink was. So I don't know if it's an alcohol beverage, if it's water. He well, I don't know what it is yeah, either, yeah, but, he but could it's have poured, like- He could have poured something when he was like, Talking to the guy, it seems like. I mean, but if you get the most, if you get that much flexibility from this guy to go and pour yourself a drink, aren't you like running out of the house? Yeah. Which again, I'm I'm not victim shaming. I'm just saying. It's weird. It's it's all so bizarre. It's really, really. Yeah, it's who knows what goes on in those situations. Maybe the guy really did want to wait for Nancy. He thought Nancy was coming home, and he's like, he didn't want to hurt Paul. Then the cops come, and he goes crazy, and then so then did, right. Then, then did the cops appearing even escalate things? It might have. I mean, you don't want to say that, but it might have. They didn't do the wrong thing. Of right. course, and they I mean, should show when you, up. When you pull up and you say that there's a weird guy in the house, doesn't one of the cops have a gun drawn? 
Like, that's the other thing that I'm thinking. Well, like, and they saw that there was a hammer. hammer like, like, don't you, like, the guy behind start to draw the gun to, like, I was just shocked that he wasn't put down as he went to grab the hammer. You know what I mean? Well, like, maybe, yeah. okay. So it's maybe weird. they it's did have guns drawn. Yeah. Maybe someone had a gun drawn. But they're, the scuffle, they were so close, close to each other that they didn't feel right. like they had a clear but shot. Just, yeah, but I would like to know the answer to these we questions. We should have seen this before the election. And not, not because it's the election, but there were so many questions People shouldn't fight to keep this stuff. Mm-hmm. And they do it all the time. Mm-hmm. They, you know, they do it in Ferguson. They do it in a lot of places where they, they want to hide the body cam footage. But in something like this, all of these things, we, we would have had this discussion five months ago or right. four months ago when it happened and not right now. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it, it's heinous. Like, I, I cringed when I saw that. I mean, it just... Well, because remember, um, and uh, the the full footage is very disturbing yeah. because you can hear um, Paul. So a lot of people think that he's snoring. It's actually a type of breathing that people do when they get knocked unconscious and their brain is trying to make sure that they are delivering oxygen um, to everywhere. And so it sounds like snoring, but it's it's like when you've you're in a lot of trauma and it may not be a good outcome. So um, it's very disturbing to watch the the full clip here. Um, but again, I just, the guy's pleading not guilty. Which, well, that's kind of hard to do. <laughs> I know. That, well, that's why I'm <laughs> but, like. But you always do that, right? I mean, that's, I that's guess, it. Yeah. I don't know. Or do you plead guilty and go like try to go get a lesser charge? You know, do you, right. do you try to plead down? You probably aren't going to be successful when it's Nancy Pelosi's husband that you right. just, you know, attacked. But Again, I really think that it's important that we understand all of the details of this so that then we, we can go back and assess and say, what do we need to do to make sure that people who are, I don't think Nancy Pelosi feels that she is a public servant or she was a public servant. I don't right. believe that to be the case. But the fact of the matter is they are supposed to be public servants, right? right? And so if people are volunteering to run for office, to be a public servant, they need to know that their families will be safe if someone targets them. I don't think that that's unreasonable. So I hope that we get the answers to these questions. I don't know why we were stonewalled when we asked for the body cam footage, the 911 calls. I myself sent in a FOIA request to San Francisco Police Department, and I was given, you know, I'm sure the same back and forth that uh, all of these journalists were given who went ahead and sued. Um, But again, why did it take this long to get the information? That in itself makes people wonder. And I think that's the big problem with government and beyond this this is when you stonewall, when you take with the, the, the documents on the COVID vaccine, 880 years or whatever they're saying it's going to take to get the records, or when you do mm-hmm. a public records request, a FOIA request, you and I have both done them and they're like, oh, to get those 20 page of documents will cost you $7,525 in people's time, well, right? They- like they, they bring that kind of stuff up as well. And they do it because in, if they would just give the documents mm-hmm. and people could look at it, 99.9% of conspiracy theories would go away because you'd right. have the documents and you'd know what the facts are. By hiding the fact, it breeds people asking questions. Right, right. Yeah, and, and just to clarify, in my case, they said, oh, well, we can't release the uh, footage from an open investigation. And I'm like, you guys literally do it all the time. 
there will be a shooting that happens, an officer-involved shooting, whatever, and the, the next week you guys release it, you're not done investigating. So, like, that literally happens all the time. That's a weird answer to give, especially when, the you know, the person that it happened to is so significant to the country. Um, so, uh, you know, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see how all of this shakes out, but um, very bizarre. And, by the way, I would just like to, I can't stress enough, this was heinous, it was disgusting, it should not have happened. I also think it was heinous that the left immediately tried to put it on the right because it's looking like this potentially was just a literal crazy person who, a mentally ill person who for some reason didn't get the help that they needed and unfortunately made uh, the Speaker of the House a target. Um, I don't think that the other side would be so empathetic, but we are. Uh, all right, I want to, uh, I want to, we're gonna take a quick break here. I wanna thank our sponsor, Eden Pure. So. Eden Pure we have in our home. Uh, we've got several of them throughout our home because they are what is going to make your home smell good. They take away uh, mold, odors, if you have litter boxes, if you have cats, um, which I, I, do, I actually have a zoo at my house. My home kind of doubles as a zoo. So we have lots of animals, which sometimes comes with odors, but not if you have Eden Pure because it is going to get rid of those. They actually send out this, this device. It sends out O3 molecules that Go seek out odors and destroy them. It is really, really cool for any of you guys. If you smoke, uh, which you shouldn't, but if you do, Eden Pure is going to work for you. If, you go, if you've got animals, Eden Pure is going to work for you. Put it in your kitchen when you're cooking. It will work there as well. Trust me, I know we cook a lot of Brussels sprouts in my house. All right, right now you can save $200 on an Eden Pure Thunderstorm 3-pack for whole home protection. You can get three units for under $200. You can put one wherever you need it. That is EdenPureDeals.com. Put in discount code SARAH3 to, receive, uh, to save $200. That is EdenPureDeals.com. Discount code SARAH3. All right, yesterday uh, we brought to you the Project Veritas latest with, uh, this was Jordan Tristan Walker, who is the Director of Worldwide R&D Research and Development, Strategic Operations and mRNA Scientific Planning. First of all, I don't know how they fit that on a business card because that is quite the mouthful, but uh, over at Pfizer is where he works. And, and we watched, if I'm sure you guys watched yesterday, we watched this guy uh, explain that they were, I don't know, working on what we would call gain of function, but now the new hotness is, gain of function is old and busted. Uh, the new hotness is now directed evolution. And so he was explaining that the, they were just directed evolution, they were directing evolution by kind of splicing together to try to create a new variant of COVID so that they could have the vaccine readily available right there. Pretty explosive stuff, if true. And uh, so they were on their third date that, well, he thought it was a date, but clearly he was just with the Project Veritas undercover, which is quite embarrassing in and of itself. But so we saw all of this unfold, okay? Um, but what we didn't see was the video that was released yesterday was the aftermath of that third date where uh, James O'Keefe confronts Jordan Tristan Walker. So I wanna play for you. There's a moment in this date where Walker starts to get a little suspicious, starts mm -hmm. going, hold on, what's going on here? Like, you're, are you, there are a bunch of conservative organizations that like do this kind of spy stuff. So I just wanna make sure everything's good. Uh, let's watch that. We're just going out here. I got those like an uh, interview. <laughs> I'm just, 
I don't know, it's kept freaking me out. I mean, these like flashbacks to that like sting organization of like those conservative people who like randomly go into organizations and then like befriend people who work in these organizations and then report them, which oh, happened yeah. to people at Pfizer. So it's like freaks me out when people start asking a lot of questions about work. So it's like, oh, really? Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Because I'm, I just want to know the answer. Starts to get a little bit scared of what's going on. Uh, and it only, trust me when I tell you, it only gets worse from there. It just turns into a complete dumpster fire uh, when James O'Keefe comes out to confront this guy in real time. Watch. Hey there. Is this seat taken? What? Hi. Um, you work for Pfizer. My question for you is why does Pfizer want to hide from the public the fact that they're mutating the COVID viruses? Is this real life? What is happening here? Why? What is going on here? This is absurd. Why does Pfizer want to hide from the public that they're mutating the COVID virus? Oh my God. You're on video. You're on video. Mutating the COVID virus. What is going on here? I need to call the police. To call the police because he's been recorded in a public space. Uh, Want to play for you kind of the aftermath. It, trust me when I tell you, you're going to need to go to my Twitter and watch the whole video that I've retweeted on there. It is so bonkers crazy. He says, I need to call the police. The restaurant owner's telling James O'Keefe to leave. The guy is arguing with the restaurant owner saying like, no, he can't leave because I've called the police. Don't let him leave. He locks him in there at one point and James O'Keefe is like, I'm just trying to get out. Can you please get out? And this guy goes and uh, ultimately tries to destroy the iPad that James O'Keefe is showing him, which by the way, great job Project Veritas for doing all of this on the fly, having the footage right there to show him. Really, really impressive. Um, but but uh, he think I guess he thinks that like maybe if he deletes the iPad, the footage is just magically gone or something. So uh, let's watch that. Please unlock the door. Give me what is going on here? Please unlock. Please unlock the door. Please unlock the door. Unlock the door. Unlock the door. Unlock the door. Unlock my head. This is this is remarkable here. Thank you. Thank you. They're trying to get unlock the door. Unlock the door. Unlock the door. Unlock the door. It is not. It is such a leftist thing to do to, to be t literally trying to grab someone else's private property and in the as the person's trying to grab it back he's like he hit my head uh there was another part where he said uh that he felt unsafe and then immediately asked the restaurant owner to lock the door which i don't think is advisable if you feel unsafe to lock the person that is making you feel unsafe in a room with you i'm not sure that that is advisable whatsoever i want to welcome to the program Jakub Uyens, please be contributor and host of the bottom line who Thank brought you. me beautiful flowers today. Thank you very much. Thank you, Sarah. Uh, made my day. But, um, but I, I wanted, did you watch this whole video? Yeah, and, and the irony for me, just the whole thing, it starts with, I'm going to call the police. Now, you're the defund the police crowd, remember? <laughs> yeah. You don't get to call the police. I just always, it's just so funny. But, but yeah, great job, James and, and the whole team. Um, I think we're going to see more and more of this. Uh, you know, James writes that this is the most viral video ever. Um, to your point, it's funny that he, he grabs it and always claims victimhood. Always. They're the victim. 
You just admitted that you guys inflicted harm on possibly tens, not hundreds of millions of people, and you're somehow the victim now because someone is catching you with your hand or, in the cookie Or at jar. least they want to. They want, uh, to. they want to inflict harm. If, if, if what he said was true, because... Just for context, uh, he did, when James O'Keefe approached him, he did, as you would imagine that someone would say, even if they were telling the truth, uh, they're telling company Mm -hmm. secrets, right? So he's like, I'm a liar. I'm literally a liar. I'm a liar. Then he goes bonkers crazy, panics, destroys the iPad. Then he even takes it a step further. He goes and stops cars outside. He walks into the street and stops the car because he thinks that James O'Keefe was in it. And then it's like, well, what were you going to do exactly once you confronted him? Obviously, a guy panicked for losing his job, right? Oh, yeah, no. But if 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 you know you're lying and you know that that is not what Pfizer is doing, do you go to that extreme? Do you have that sort of visceral emotional reaction if you're just like, yeah, I was just lying to impress a date. Sorry about that. Yeah, it, it's it. This whole thing's crazy, right? I mean, this is how Project Veritas works. They get they get very attractive people to go on dates with people. I mean, the the standard operating procedure, I would imagine, if you work for a thing like that, is oh, I'm under NDA. I mean, but if they throw right. like Scarlett Johansson at you, maybe you'll start talking, right? right. But that's kind of what they do. Or but this in guy, this case, they, maybe Chris Pratt or Chris yeah. Pratt or whatever. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But you know, they this guy obviously knew that he was saying stuff. And the reason that it's believable is you'll remember Glenn's special um, on this whole thing with the, the vaccines and Wuhan and all that. That's what they were trying to do is they were trying to do directed evolution, gain mm-hmm. of function, play God, whatever you want to call it, by throwing stuff in mammals, making them get viruses and then extracting it so they can create vaccines. I mean, this is what they do. So you know that what he's saying is what they've already done. So that's why it sounds so believable. I, I might be the only one at the table, but a little bit of me kind of feels bad for the guy. Like it's yeah, like you might be. The I only might one be at the, the table, only one right. at the table that that. I, mean, I don't feel bad for him at I, all. I can see some of the overreaction because you, like you said, you know your whole world is about to crash. You're probably drunk. I think he says I'm kind of a little tipsy. You get some impair- impairment when you're drunk. You don't know what's going on. I, I get the overreaction. Mm. It's still crazy to watch. But okay. I can see kind of where it's coming from. Right, but but recall that this is the same guy who in the in the rest of the story, yes. right, was like, yeah, it's bad for the American people, but it's really good for us. And he laughs that's about true, it. Yeah. Right? Remember, he laughs this is about it. Third, I have no sympathy for this yeah. man. And that's my point. This right. is the third date. It's not right. the first. Right. He said a lot. He he knows what he's saying is true. And I completely believe what he's saying. And I actually believe that they followed through on it, Sarah. His behavior to me is is akin to somebody. You talk about gain of function. That's yeah. losing function. Yeah, you get caught. <laughs> he's, he's, he's lost all cognitive function, right. and it's fright or flight at that time. And he's completely out of his mind. Mm-hmm. Right. He would run in front of a train and try and stop a train. Well, he at did. Moment. He ran in front of an yeah. SUV. He, he did. But he's, in front of his suburban. mind there is how do I fix this now? Fix right. it, and you can't right. fix it. Right. It's done. Right. It's kind of like a pregnancy. It's done. Right. I mean, so there you go. And so he's out of his mind, and unfortunately. Just akin to what we've seen in 2021, 22, when you corner the left, they do lose their minds, right. and at times they mm-hmm. get violent mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because they are completely outside of themselves. I believe everything he said, he was speaking the truth because mm-hmm. he was speaking to a potential lover. He was wooing right. somebody. He which was is, impressing which is, somebody. Which the other, which the other argument is, you're he impressing someone. Yeah. So you, you, lie, lie, you might stretch right? the truth. But, but then yeah. you don't behave that way. 
Well, you also like don't. I'm sorry, <laughs> but you lie about like being really sinister and evil, and you know, creating variants just yeah. for a, a, a cash cow like that. I don't think would impress some. You know, like right. who, who did you think you were on a date with? Satan? Like exactly. that's not going to impress anyone. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I do want to add really quickly. So there was a Twitter space last night that um, I was a part of with Project Veritas. James O'Keefe was there. Um, there were a lot of people. A lot of people there, but um, uh, Matt Gates was in it as well. But um, I was able to ask James himself: um, Are we gonna? Have you guys showed this? Have you talked to any legislators? Are we gonna see investigations? Because Project Veritas is doing God's work. Like they are the only ones on the ground getting this footage. Um, and God bless them for that. I appreciate their work so much. But if we don't have the other mechanism making sure that there is accountability and we don't have investigations just to make sure this isn't going on. Because if it's not, it would be very easy to prove that it's not going on. And that would be the end of it, right? So if we don't have lawmakers pushing for these investigations and there's no accountability, James O'Keefe can expose whatever the hell he wants all day long, right. it's not going to matter. I mean, it'll matter, but it won't Alas. matter. Nothing will well, right. Because Nothing of the news change. cycle. The, the, the media won't. The media won't like yeah. it. And, and to that point, what this proves is now they have somebody whose emails they can get. They have somebody whose records they can get if they decide to investigate yes. well, on Capitol Hill. Yeah. So uh, that's, I, this is where I 100% agree with Sarah on this. This is because of our news cycle. Sarah often says, hey, as of this taping, because things mm-hmm. may change four minutes from now, it's out of sight, out of mind for the American public. And this is where I, we had this conversation one time before on, on some people that, that, that on, the, on the transgender thing and, and drag queen story hour for kids. It's almost like you want you want Christian Hartstock, who does the grunt work at Project Veritas and James, to work with legislators to say, hey, this is coming. This is coming two weeks from now, three weeks from now. Almost like you run a bill. Right, yeah. let's, let's surround the support around this so when we break it, it's fuel for you guys right. to go and do something versus it catches everybody off guard. It's amazing work, but the sad part is, there's something new tomorrow. Yeah. You're going to talk about something else here Monday. And it just keeps rolling and, through, and, unfortunately. And Last that's word. where this movement misses Andrew Breitbart. Because you'll remember the Project Veritas mm. Sting videos with HUD. I, I talked to Andrew after that happened. And it was Andrew quarterbacking that. It was Andrew saying, hold it back because they're yes. going to tell you that yes. this didn't happen. And then you can release the that's video right. that says that this happened. And they're going to tell you that this doesn't do. Because he could see far into the future and do that sort of stuff. The movement misses Andrew. The strategy yeah, around Yeah, because Andrew yeah. was a brilliant strategist when it came to that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Kind of talking to what you're talking about now. Yeah, yeah. well, I just, I, I cannot uh, say enough good things about Project Veritas's work. Okay. And I just appreciate it so much. I would encourage all of you guys to support them uh, however you can. Yeah. And we've got to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Yeah, for sure. Colorado baker Jack Phillips of Masterpiece Cake Shop lost his appeal with the Colorado Court of Appeals uh, yesterday. He had previously won, you may recall the the name Jack Phillips Masterpiece Mm -hmm. Cake Shop. You may be going, where have I heard this name before? Uh, He previously won a partial Supreme Court victory after refusing to bake a cake for a gay couple's wedding because, of course, of his Christian faith. Uh, And so they had said that, um, you know, basically this was his expression. uh, It violated his religion and he was not going to be forced 
to bake the cake. I want to make this very clear because a lot of people get this story wrong. He didn't refuse service to these people, right? right. They could have come in and they could have bought any, cake. any number of cakes that he had available uh, to, to purchase. It was, it was just the fact that they wanted him to make the custom wedding cake for the gay marriage, okay? Because a lot of people are like, well, you don't have the right to deny people service. He didn't deny them service. Uh, although I don't know why they would want to go and give right. him money if he doesn't, right? It's like, it, well, perhaps that's because it's that's not what it's about at all to them. Yeah. Uh, it is about something much more sinister. So as all of this was going on, um, back in, what was it, 2017, uh, whenever it was, there was a transgender female, so this is a, a male, a biological male, who calls himself Autumn, uh, Scardina, who requested for Jack Phillips to bake him a cake um, to celebrate his transition from male to female. Of course, the same thing happened. He said no. And uh, this time, he, the courts did not rule in his favor, at least in Colorado. They said, <clears throat> we conclude that creating a pink cake with blue frosting is not inherently expressive, and any message or symbolism it provides to an observer would not be attributed to the baker. So we will see where this ends up. Um, you got to believe it's going to keep going up and up and up and up until we get more guidance from the Supreme Court again. This is what the left does. Mm -hmm. They tell us Roe v. Wade was the law of the land. You can't mm -hmm. have laws that go against Roe v. Wade because the Supreme Court decided and you can't do anything. Time and time and time and time and time again, the Supreme Court decides in favor of a conservative cause or whatever you want to say it, that the, the Constitution supports your right to not bake a cake. The Constitution supports your right to carry a gun. The Constitution supports your right to do a bunch of things. And time and time again, people like Gavin Newsom mm -hmm. wants to take away all guns now in California. Time and time again, after the Supreme Court has ruled and said, no, it's your fundamental right to hold a, to have a gun, they try to do new laws mm -hmm. that do it. They make people into criminals for having a bump stock on their pistol, even though we know that that that's against the Constitution because you're allowed to keep and bear arms. They, and they do it with things like this cake baker. The Supreme Court said that his artistic impression says that he doesn't have to bake a cake for somebody that doesn't believe what their agreements were. Right. This isn't, and it goes to his artistic expression. Putting the blue food coloring inside the cake or the pink food coloring inside the cake with the blue outside is a, you can True. argue, is an artistic. Yes, it is. Right. It is an artistic thing, and they're forcing him to choose between feeding his family mm -hmm. and violating his faith, and it's abhorrent, but they'll keep doing it. He will get told that he can't do it now, and they'll go back, and they'll go at him again. Well, but right, because the entire reason, as much Correct. as they want to say, we all we want is to love who we it's love. That's all thing. we want. No. That's the only, we just want the same civil rights as you. No, they don't, because they're specifically targeting this guy to get back at him for revenge, for retribution, because if you do not follow their new rules for society, you will be punished, and they will make sure mm -hmm. that you are bankrupted and that you lose everything okay. because you don't believe what they believe. That's a far cry from, we just want the right to love who we love. Sarah, in that community, of all communities, you probably have the best cake bakers in the world are probably gay. You, pr you could probably have a thousand stores right. you could go to. And you, you could go, pay them money. And you could pay them money and support your own community, right. right? And go get a phenomenal cake, but it's not what it's about. It's about we must force you to think like we think. So we're going to seek out the one that draws a line in the sand and we're going to ostracize him but it is an artistic expression. So I want to ask this. Hey, Billie Eilish. Hey, Madonna. 
Hey, uh, Lady Gaga, your artistic expression, we need you to sing at the next Trump rally. Mm. And you can't say no because it's your artistic expression. That's insane. Mm-hmm. It's, where does it stop? Where does it stop? Because it's art. The recipe, maybe his personal recipe passed down from grandma. It's his love that he pours into a cake, etc., etc. Because the argument's not buy a cake from my store. Mm-hmm. Now, you must take your talent under my direction, and I must conquer you, you must make a cake for me. It's insane. It, it must stop. We have to draw a line in the sand because where does it really stop? Otherwise, let's play this game. Right. Let's go to, let's go to Bruce Springsteen. Say, hey, Springsteen, your buddy Obama is no longer your buddy. Your buddy's now Trump. You're going to bring well, not your not even Trump, but, let, but, but, let's make it, but let's make it a religious thing, right? Well, let's make it a religious is, thing. A religious, I now need you political. to only sing Christian songs yeah. because I need you to because I like your voice, Bruce Springsteen. It's insane. Yeah, it is. Uh, all right, we got to take a quick break. We'll be right back. <coughs> Earlier this week at a Senate Judiciary Committee hearing to consider several federal court nominations, uh, Senator John Kennedy of Louisiana asked one of the judicial nominees I would say some pretty basic questions uh, about the Constitution, which you know, I don't know. I, maybe this is a high bar for judges, but I feel like if you have a judge that's trying to determine things like law and constitutionality, they should probably know the Constitution. But that did not seem to be the case for this particular judge. Watch. Article 5 is not coming to mind at the moment. Okay. How about Article 2? Neither is Article 2. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Do you know what purposivism is? Um, in my 12 years as an assistant attorney general mm-hmm. and my nine years serving as a mm-hmm. judge, I was not faced with that precise question. Um, we are the highest trial court in Washington state, so I'm oh, frequently yeah, that wasn't faced the question. with I don't feel like that was um, the... issues that I'm not familiar with, and I thoroughly review the law, our research, and apply the law to the facts presented to me. Okay, so I don't think that he asked her for her resume. Mm -mm. I think the question was, do you know enough about the Constitution to be able to hold this job? I'm just saying, like, when I go for a job interview, um, I make sure that I am prepped that I know about the job that I am supposed to, you know, be doing, that I know the basics, which I feel like, you know, uh, Article 5, amending the Constitution and the, the how you would go about doing that. Um, Article 2, about, you know, the executive branch and the separation of powers and everything. And it's just like, I don't know. You know what? I do know where he found this woman. She's a woman. Well, I don't know how she identifies, but she's very clearly a, woman, a woman. And she right. appears to be a person of color. So she is a woman of color which I'm sure from the Biden administration's track record, they determined her to be qualified enough to be in this position of power when in actuality, uh, she's another Karine Jean-Pierre and mm-hmm. has absolutely no idea what is going on at any she's, given time. It's, it's honorable. Charnel Bjelkengren, right? Mm-hmm. Honorable. She's a judge. Mm-hmm. This should be rudimentary. Right. She's a judge, and you're going into a hearing. Maybe, maybe you cram studied a little bit the night before the hearing. That's what if I'm you saying. think, dang, what if they ask me about some of the articles? 
You're a judge for nine years. Nine years, you don't know the Constitution. You shouldn't have that job. Never mind the job you're about to be nominated for to go to, right? Mm. But this is the kind of judges that, that they have hired. I, I will admit that I allowed myself to get sucked into Twitter yesterday over this. <laughs> and what a lot of the left-leaning attorneys that mm. I was interacting said is, well, it's not her job to know exactly what's in the Constitution. It's her job to apply the exact laws in the case, which is what she was trying to say. And I tried to make the argument that I learned about this in high school civics right. class. Right. Right. right, And they don't right. teach high school civics class anymore. But, right. I mean, in high school civics class, I had to know that Article yep. 1 dealt with the the Congress, Article right. 2 dealt with the executive, Article 3 dealt with the judiciary, right. Article 4 right. dealt with the uh, relations between the states, Article 5 is how you amend it, and Article 6 deals with debt and obligations owned right. under the Constitution. Mm -hmm. These are things that we were taught mm -hmm. at it's one point in time. In primary it's basic school. In, in primary, primary school, school right. in, in, in high school, in junior high. These yeah, but, are but think about how many other right. schools this woman has gone to. Right. Exactly. Right. And, she's been and, hired. She's been a judge for nine years. Rob, the highest article basic citizenship. Article, yes. basic citizenship. Yes. article two is in my yes. citizen exam. Yeah. Yeah. To become a citizen, Article 2 was in my citizen, branches yeah. of government, separation of powers, yeah. mm -hmm. to become a citizen. This There's is the executive branch. Excuse. This is their powers There's and responsibilities. There's zero excuse yeah. for this woman. She's a judge for nine years. She's been through college. Right. I mean, what this shows, though, is this is a glaring example of where we as a society have become because, you know, it's a, it's a democracy if you can keep it. It's a republic if you can keep it. We used to have an informed citizenry mm -hmm. in a republic, a representative democracy, a representative Republican, republic needs an informed citizenry. Yes. It needs somebody that knows these things. Yeah. We have gotten to the place where we are giving everybody free money. People don't know anything. We don't teach it. And it's by design. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Um, our, our form of government was part. not designed for an immoral people or an un uninformed, uneducated right. people. It doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah, they're always like, uh, get out and vote, even if you, no, like, no, 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 if you're not informed, please don't vote. Actually, that's the last thing I want. All uh, right, we got to take a break. We'll be back. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. You can call me that. <laughs> Joe Biden uh, attempted to take a shot at President Trump uh, yesterday over the economy and national debt, but he kind of had a little bit of a Joe Biden gaffe and ended up, I guess, knocking himself. Watch. Look, under my predecessor, the last guy that was president, the deficit in four went up four years in a row, accounting for 40 percent of the entire 200 years of debt. You hear me? Like, yes, you're on a microphone. We hear you. No president added more to the debt in four years than my president. I, I misspoke. 25% of our Oh, okay. He misspoke, but it was for the number. Accumulated over 200 years. Okay. Added to the, by the last administration in just four years. On my watch, we've taken a different path with Don's help. What do you mean? You just As said result, no one has done more than my president, which is you. We cut the deficit by $1.7 trillion. God, this guy is so, they're just lying to God, you. Please. They're just lying to you. And for all that they want to talk about, the Republicans have done all of these things. They're, they're making you pay more in taxes. They're adding more. They, first of all, they've only got the house. Second of all, like it's, it's January, right? Like, and they only have the house. They have not 
put through any legislation that has been of detriment to American families right now. It's just the Democrats. And still, they spew this garbage. And what's worse is that many people actually believe them yeah. because they say it. Yeah, 100%. Look, no excuses, Rob. We have been fiscally yeah. irresponsible for... For yes. a long time. Both parties. Both parties. Okay, both both parties. parties. And Trump spent like a sailor. I mean, and we uh, also brought that up at the 100%. time. 100%. Mm-hmm. But this guy is outspending him. This We said $96 billion into the great abyss, unaccounted for. Forget about that. We're just hiring people and printing money like it's... He's like also it's sending normal. all of our money to another country. Exactly. Right. I mean, so this guy is outspending... The fact that he's cut the deficit, hogwash. Mm-hmm. Absolute nonsense. Mm-hmm. Rob? Um, I just, my, my thing watching that video is um, the hardest job in Washington has to be being the sign language interpreter <laughs> for Joe Biden. Like, how do you turn yeah, those I'm words kidding. into coherent sign yeah. in real time? That's a great point. I was watching that, like, she was like, what? Huh? I guess I'll do that, right? Yeah. It's we like, hope that, she that's gets gotta be plenty. the hardest job, but y- you're absolutely right. It, it's, we, we have a uniparty in Washington. We don't have two parties. It's, it's you know, the state. Uberalis. Yeah, absolutely. Gentlemen, thank you for being here. Have a great weekend. Thank you. Appreciate it. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.